Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cyclone Scoop Podcast. This will be episode four with me at the helm. We're going to do a little basketball recap on the season. I've got a couple recruiting football updates, some notes for, you know, the last couple weeks and this upcoming week. And then, of course, how we like to usually finish off a mailbag. People definitely showed up. I'll do you know, as many as I can kind of do confidently or that seem fit, appreciate all the questions and obviously for listening. So it's time to catch up on the clones. Now, obviously, both the men's and women's basketball team season ended over the weekend, but nevertheless, incredibly successful year. Obviously, I'll focus on the men's program. That was the one that I covered. And, you know, overall, there's really nothing that I can kind of think or say other than just being thoroughly impressed by the way this team came together obviously multiple tough stretches including at the end of the year yet kind of getting things together to get two fantastic wins in the NCAA tournament and honestly I'll I'll touch more on the Miami game but I thought that for a lot of it you know they played well enough to win at least in the early going there were certainly some things that could have been cleaned up and, and I'll touch on that, but Miami was a really talented team and it was just kind of a tough spot for, for the Cyclones. But I think they certainly overachieved a little bit this season. And I really thoroughly enjoyed being around this team, the players, the commitment, the staff, the openness, it was just really refreshing. And and I was really happy to, you know, kind of be around it. Like I said, and it was, it was a tough way for the season to end, but I do believe the future is bright. Now, overall, I think that I was kind of most impressed with the play of Isaiah Brockington and the growth of Tyrese Hunter throughout the year. I think that Tyrese is a player that can be an all-Big 12 type of talent. I think he's got an NBA-type ceiling, and, and I think there are things that you know he can clean up, like some of his handles – you know, once in a while, you you get kind of a an off-balance pass, and obviously the shooting can be improved. But it was really, really a joy to watch that kid improve and, and grow and, you know, really find some success this season. And then a guy that kind of surprised me I didn't know a ton about before getting here was Jazz Koontz. I know there are some questions about, you know, what I think about the future roster. I believe that he's a guy that will be back. And I think it'll be kind of in a nicer role that's a little more concise to fit his game. Maybe not having to, you know, create as much in the starting lineup potentially or not as much pressure from deep because obviously the team didn't have a ton of shooters this year. But overall, the Iowa State Cyclones obviously were very successful, both from a baseline standpoint as well as a national standpoint. And those are just a few of my takeaways from this season. Football recruiting, it was a massive, you know, kind of update weekend with visits as well. Basically, as soon as I got back to Iowa, kind of working the phones, the likes of Wesley Fair, Brock Knudsen, Jordan Allen, Will Ancio, some pretty big names in terms of the 2023 recruiting cycle. And as many people would like to hear, quarterback J.J. Cole will be back on campus this week. And Jamison Patton is set to be on campus next weekend. Both of those guys actually have been 
down in Texas with the seven on seven team, they've been getting some pretty impressive reports nationally. So it's been a really kind of good weekend for some Iowa high school football talent. And obviously, you know, a lot of those guys are being looked at by Iowa state and even near the top of their boards at specific positions. I would anticipate some type of commitment for Iowa state in the next two to two and a half weeks. You know, I've kind of written that and, and been consistent on the boards. And I do think that it's going to be coming pretty soon, whether that's Cole or, you know, a potential linebacker that'll be on campus or somebody like that. I do believe that is coming for you dedicated Cyclones football fans. And now, of course, everybody's favorite part of the show, a little weekly mailbag time. Just at first glance, it looks like a lot of the questions will be about basketball, which is terrific. And you know, maybe I'll kind of expand if if there's maybe a chance to talk a little bit about football here as well. First question, if I had to guess, how many starters on next year's team are currently on the basketball roster? That's a really good one. I think that I would say I would set my number at probably three. I think that Tyrese Hunter, Trey King, I think there's a pretty good chance that Gabe Kalsher is back with Iowa State. And then, yeah, maybe at least one, maybe two starters coming from the transfer portal. I don't really expect a freshman to start, at least right now. But obviously, I do you know, kind of anticipate Iowa State being really active in the portal this season, similar to how they were last year. So I would probably set my number at three for right now. Does TJ try to bring in two scorers and a big in the transfer portal? Or just go for one scorer and one big and hope one of the freshmen can give solid scoring minutes off the bench. I think scoring is definitely something that's going to be of kind of the utmost um, importance and focus for this team. So I would probably guess that, you know, Coach Otzelberger and the staff looks to bring in two scorers. And then, yes, certainly a big in the transfer market. I think that's probably the safest way to go, especially because you kind of get this feel that the staff can really kind of suck out any good defense from the guys that can potentially play it that are on the court. You have to be able to play defense essentially to, to play on this team. But scoring is going to be, yeah, definitely major, especially with some people that might be no longer on the team when the next season comes around. So that's, that's a good question. That's probably what I would say over under combined 20.5 points per game from the freshmen in 2022 to 2023. I really like, uh, you know, kind of the specificity of this question and the belief in the freshman class. I'm very high on this class. Uh, I think that I would still probably take the under on that though. I mean, that would figure – I really only think two of these guys are going to play a lot freshman year, so that figure about 10 points a game each. It's potential. I mean, Eli King can score from anywhere. Lipsy's good at driving and is going to get minutes likely because of his defense, but I would have to take the under on that for now, at least in their first season. What surprised me most about the Miami game? Yeah, I mean, that was a game I didn't necessarily expect Iowa State to win, but I certainly thought that they could. I, I thought that they were able to match up fairly well against those guards, and I thought that they'd have kind of a, a home court advantage and 
was expecting a breakout tournament game for Isaiah Brockington. I would say what surprised me most was kind of the really bad first minute and a half, two minutes at start. Couldn't have been much worse for Iowa State. And then even when they, you know, took a lead or were able to play a little better to get close, it never felt like the team was as gelled and, you know, kind of locked in as you would expect. There were lazy passes throughout the game, you know, some defensive lapses, open jump shots. Like I said, Miami's a good team and they've got multiple guys that can consistently score the ball. But I would say, yeah, just kind of the the unforced turnovers. The, the lack of attention to detail and, yeah, really the poor start. I mean, obviously, there was the weird occurrence that happened with the starting lineup, um, which I'm sure kind of threw guys off, but not really, yeah, an excuse to kind of get off to a start like that. So I would say, yeah, basically those issues that the team certainly could have prevented. Same person, will we see any philosophical changes on offense? Or is the answer to just get better players at the two, the four, and the five positions? I think that there's certainly a chance you see some philosophical changes because I think part of why the offense was, you know, so kind of focused on the high post and working through it this season was some of the personnel and, you know, kind of based on the players. So I would say yes to both. I mean, I'm sure that the idea is to get potentially some more offensively talented players at those positions in the portal. And then once you do that, you can, you know, expand because I mean, it was, it was pretty clear from, from TJ and throughout the season that, yeah, this offense was really made, you know, it's fairly basic and and it's kind of to generate as much as possible with the given scores. You, you had at least one player that could get downhill, probably two with Hunter and Brockington but not a ton of shooting or, you know, kind of an abundance of scoring in the post. That's why they kind of worked the offense through a high post. Condit especially was a good passer from that position and to really kind of be able to see what you could get out of those four or five guys. I would anticipate changes in both senses, both players and potentially some personnel system as well. What are the staff's thoughts about, so it says King so far, and I w- obviously I would assume that is Trey King, the post-transfer that didn't get to play this season, but was very vocal, into it, always on the bench, leading guys, really, you know, kind of an emotional warrior for this team this season. So their thoughts about him, they've been very impressed with his leadership and dedication. He's also had some really, really standout days at practice from what I've heard. So I think that they think very highly and a potential starter, though not necessarily locked into it right now, I would expect Trey King to start next season. And I think they like the versatility that he brings from kind of that four small ball five position. He can certainly score. Um, Obviously he's a guy that, you know, can match up against different types of bodies on the defensive end as well. Heard that he's been a lot more active there since he's kind of gotten into this program. And I've got pretty high expectations for for Trey King. I think that, you know, if somebody shows how much they care about these guys and the program already, not even being able to play, I think that he's going to be excited and, you know, potentially a pretty prominent focal point type of role, especially offensively next season. 
Which 2022 recruit am I most excited to see in Cardinal and Gold? So kind of based on the flow of questions, I would guess this is basketball, but I'm going to give a basketball and a football answer here. So for basketball, I would say Eli King. I've said on a previous podcast that, you know, I think Demarion Watson could have the highest ceiling. I think that Lipsy was probably the most college ready, at least in this system. But I just like Eli King's game the best. I mean, he is just a natural born scorer. I've heard pretty impressive stories about his dedication to basketball and just the fact that he doesn't care about too much outside of basketball and, you know, basically his family. I'm really excited to watch that player at the college level. He really has burst onto the scene in high school the last couple seasons. And just, you know, some of the highlights that have been circulating and and stat lines from his team, thoroughly impressive. So for basketball, I will say Eli King. And for football, I'm going to say Greg Gaines. He's been early and and he's been here on campus. We've gotten some good reviews about him. Wide receiver has always been just kind of one of my favorite positions, really in any sport. I, I like, you know, kind of some of the talent speed, pass-catching ability that comes at that position. I'm really excited to see what type of role he may have as a freshman in this Iowa State football offense. This person says, would love to hear your thoughts on who comes back, transfers or COVID years, and who doesn't. How many additional openings will we actually have to offer new transfer targets? So this is not official, but obviously, you know, they're, they're looking for my thoughts. I'm pretty comfortable to, to give a few here. So I think that you can expect Tyrese Hunter, Gabe Kelcher, Trey King, Jazz Coons, Caleb Grill, Robert Jones back. That's six. The three freshmen, that's, that's nine players coming in right there. I think you can generally expect a lot of players that there have been, you know, rumors about recently, like Tristan and Aruna, Trey Jackson, Jaden Walker. I wouldn't expect more than maybe one of those guys back next season, if any. So that would leave at least three, maybe four scholarships. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of hold on to one to, to see if, you know, maybe a player enters the portal mid-season or, or they're able to look for a guy then. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I would set that for players that would come back. Obviously, guys I, I didn't mention, I would probably expect not to be here as well. So I would think at least three additional openings, potentially four, based on how they want to play that final scholarship in the basketball program this upcoming season. Play a game of over-under for next year versus this season. I love this. Here we go. Over under 22 wins. These are kind of fresh to me. So I'm I'm really just thinking as they come in. I would probably say just slightly over. Ever so slightly. Because, I mean, the the non-conference obviously can't get any better than it was this year. In terms of record. But we're going overall, I expect there to be more conference wins. And then there's a there's a second part to this question. Over under seven conference wins, I definitely would take the over on that. I think that, you know, there's going to be more talent at certain positions next season. This will obviously be a, another year for this current staff to be in Big 12 conference play. 
likely maybe some more guys that can, you know, just score or produce on their own, uh, not necessarily having to run through the offense. Probably going to lose some talent on defense, but still will have a lot of it at very important positions. So I would comfortably take the over, even if that's just eight, maybe nine conference wins, like a 500 finish. And then over under sweet 16 finish. Wow, they're making me think here. I'd probably have to say under. I, I expect the team to, you know, maybe have a better record and definitely make it back to the NCAA tournament. But I think this team kind of just caught some lightning in a bottle and really put things together. There was something special, not to say that there won't be next season, but that is, it's tough to get to, especially when we don't know, you know, what the roster is going to look like. And obviously this person is giving me, you know, kind of the, the luxury and it's just like a general thoughts here, but I would probably say over, over, under for, you know, those three aspects. Definitely could be wrong on the Sweet 16, and, and that'd be very fun to cover that. But it's kind of where I sit right now. Just a couple more. Have you heard anything new on Omaha Baloo's recruitment? G League bound? Now, I haven't heard a ton about that recently. I will say it wouldn't shock me if that's where he ended up, and I would be very surprised. Though I know that he's kept you know Iowa State in the mix and in the conversation, I would be Pretty surprised if he ended up there. Just one or two more here. Who's the next high school basketball commit for Iowa State? I would still certainly keep an eye on Milan Mumchilovich and Ty Pence. I've, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak with Milan, and obviously there's been some good buzz about Pence in the last month or so. It, it has been a little bit slower than I expected for now, just like the 2023 football class, but there's still plenty of time. Um, those are guys that, yeah, I've, I've heard some, you know, potential positive buzz there. There's some other names out there, especially at the guard position, but those are a couple names I would put out there right now. And then last one, what can we expect in terms of football news in the coming weeks? Well, we've got the opportunity to be at some open spring practices. So I'm really excited to kind of see what this team looks like. I mean, we, we were recently at pro day. So obviously some big names that have, you know, been gone and are looking to make the NFL. And now it's kind of a fresh start. And I'm really excited to see what that's like. So I'll have takeaways, breakdowns, you know, media responses, things of that nature coming soon. And it's going to be something new to me here. And yeah, I'm, I'm really, you know, kind of intrigued to see what that's like. Next weekend is another pretty big football recruiting weekend here. The next two are really with some big names coming as well. I mentioned Cole Patton, Blake Purchase is coming in the next few weeks and I'll continue to have updates there, but you know, more than anything, it was just an incredible season to cover. Obviously wish that I could have been there for the whole thing, but definitely feel like I made the most of it. And luckily this is just the beginning. So I just wanted to kind of recap the basketball season take questions as they come, like we always do. And look ahead for what really seems to be a kind of rejuvenated, strong culture with the pride restored here at Iowa State. And I, I've got a lot of faith in this staff that not only talent will return, but that they will get some fresh new talent in the portal for next season. I'd say especially, you know, looking at 
maybe the two, three position as well as the five. So thank you all so much for catching up on the clones with me and I look forward to the next episode.